You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway, a celebration of musical theater in Los Angeles. I'm celebrity publicist and theater veteran Will Armstrong, and today my co-host, the amazing radio host, writer, and theater enthusiast Lara Scott, is sitting down with the incredible Danielle Williamson, who is currently starring as Diva Donna in the national tour of Summer, the Donna Summer Musical. Let's join them now. Welcome to the West of Broadway podcast. Everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing some of your time with us today. I have to tell you, I was there on opening night at the Hollywood Pantages Theater last week, and you just blew me away. Transcendent is the word that I've been using to describe your performance. Oh, fantastic. I love that. <laughs> Luminous. I mean, Diva Donna is your character, and we'll talk about these, these different Donnas because it's a little different kind of way to tell the story, but it's really cool. And were you surprised that this jaded Hollywood crowd was like hollering and cheering and dancing and up on their feet. Like I haven't really seen that at many other opening nights that I've been to here. I did do a few openings in New York City and they're pretty tough there too. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we're getting a great response. You asked me if I was surprised by it. Somewhat. But I'm really happy about it also. I'm really happy that our response has been really positive and the audiences have been very receptive and also really um, interacting with us, which is great. So it's a full experience. It really is. And I've been describing it to people as this wonderful hybrid of live concert. And then you get a great story that happens to be based on an actual woman's life that goes along with it. And it's what, 20 of Donna? It's every song that you want to hear of Donna Summer worked into this. And were you familiar with her life and her music before you got this role? I wasn't actually. I was familiar in the t- in terms of, you know, singing her songs here and there for like weddings um if they were requested, but I didn't know much about her music just specifically and I didn't know much about her either, but I learned a lot. We had a whole day of just Donna Summer <laughs> immersing into her life and of course I did some research on my own and put all that together and have crafted this I hate to say character. I I kind of shy away from that. Yes, she's a character in our show, but she was a real person in life. So just being careful to honor her legacy and to really tell her story from an honest place 
And that's a beautiful way of putting it because she's certainly this icon. She was the queen of disco. I had no idea that she was such a champion for artists that she had been through abuse. I feel like I kind of got to meet her for the first time through Mm -hmm. summer. Mm -hmm. I always say to people, I hope when they ask, you know, what do we, what would we like audiences to take away from the show or feel? And I really hope they learn something about Donna Summer because I learned a lot about her in this process. And she really was an incredible woman, Um, not just an icon and, she was a, a human being with human feelings and like, you know, she had real life stuff go on Yes, <laughs> that happened to her. So it's relatable too, I think, in that way, which is really cool. So, yeah, I, I hope people learn something about her just like you did, like just like I did. Like that's and also have fun. I mean, it's a fun show. It really so. is a fun show. You come out of there feeling so good. You get into the hard stuff, though. You deal with abuse. There's some controversy with some of the statements that she made. But yet, by the end of it, we're all dancing and you feel so good and you feel so inspired. Yeah. And yeah, everybody was saying, I never knew that. Right? I forgot about that song. And it was so great to hear mm-hmm. it. It's, like it's a time re- portal. It is. It is. And by the way, the costumes and the the wigs are so fantastic in this show. You actually played Donna's mother at one point. And I do. Yeah. Oh, you know, that was a really interesting thing. When I found out that I was playing two people, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to pull this off and make it believable? And so I looked at it as a really fun challenge. And it's so cool to, like, switch from one to the other. It's very subtle, or at least I hope it is. But it's... It's very distinct. Like, they're two different people for sure. It's a really cool thing to dive into as an actor, you know? <laughs> to be two people in a show. But you were so convincing that I didn't realize that was you. And I was like, wait a minute. I think, wait, is she playing her mom? And oh, then I looked wow. at the playbill. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome to hear. <laughs> you did it. It was amazing. Yay. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that's so neat, and I don't think I've ever seen another show where the story is told quite this way, is that you are Diva Donna, but there is also yes. Disco Donna. And Duckling Donna. And so maybe you could talk a little bit about how there are three amazing (laughs) actresses creating this character. There's that word again, character, but portraying Donna Summer. Yeah, I love the concept of three women playing this role because this is new for me. I've never been in a show like this before. I think it's necessary because there were such major events that happened at each stage of her life that they have to be told from three different actresses at three different stages of their lives, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So Duckling, you know, she's the youngest of the Donnas. She's got a whole different experience. Donna was at a whole different stage in her life when she was at that age. And Duckling is played by Olivia Hardy. She's wonderful. Still in college, if you can believe it. She's in her last year of school right now. So she's balancing this show, school. She's a superwoman. And then we move into Disco Land. Disco is played by Alex Hairston. Brilliant, beautiful woman. She represents Donna at her, when she was coming at the height of her career, like her teenage years and going into the beginning of her career and the height of it. So it's important to have these different stages and then of course as I stated before I represent the later years after she's established herself I feel it's important to have three different actresses portray because it's a lot of material and you can't have one person doing it all like that's just it's it's a lot that'd be a lot (laughs) to remember (laughs) wait (laughs) I mean wow 
I feel like I have all the lines in the play, but because <laughs> you're kind of narrating and I taking am, us through this journey, and but the three of you work so well together that it's believable that you're portraying you. the same person. Yeah, it, it was seamless. It was really amazing. Good, good. We we all like each other very much. The ensemble is fantastic, too. And they were dancing their hearts out. It's like a song would end and you would see their chest heaving because they had just given it everything. Let me tell you, this ensemble is the hardest working ensemble that I know of right now. Like, they do it all. Talk about playing multiple characters. My goodness. These ladies are in and out of costumes, wigs, full looks. They're doing it all, and our men are really awesome, too. Like, this cast is just stellar, I think, the entire cast. And we all work so well together and come together to tell this really special story of this amazing woman who left such a legacy that people should know about this woman. She was incredible. Do you have a favorite song of hers that you get to sing? Because each of the Donnas gets to sing quite a bit. Um, But what's your favorite one? Oh, man. I still haven't quite been able to answer this question. But if I have to choose one, it would be Hot Stuff. I love that number (laughs) so much. And I low-key want to be in it every night. but (laughs) But I'm also like, I get a little break here, so it's fine. But Hot Stuff hot stuff is it's just really fun and like different from anything else that's out there musically i mean they use the same tools today like donna summer giorgio Moroder, pete bellotti they all started that synthesizers that sound so it's a very unique sound and i really like that so it still sounds yeah. fresh and we play that song every day at my radio station Danielle. it's like people you still call for it. i played it today <laughs> i love talking over it i just got such a great intro and yeah you're, it's yes. it's timeless and i love what you said about people requesting donna summer songs at weddings because i used to be a wedding dj and we would oh, always really? play <laughs> last dance at the end of the night we play hot stuff at some point and is that yep, yep. is that where you started with singing what was your path to getting into musical theater oh my gosh a long one i've been singing my whole life practically i started doing competitions and um shows here and there i was always involved in something though and most of my high school career if you will (laughs) because I went through a performing arts high school, so I was always in shows. I was competing in competitions so I could win scholarships to college. Uh, but I got started really early. I've, I've always been involved in something, whether it was the church choir or uh, the school play or the local singing competition or Apollo. I was always doing something. So I got started very, very early. I grew up around music. My mom and her dad, they had like a group that they put together with my mom's sister and so music runs deep in my family my dad has an extensive record collection so music has been a part of my life for a long long time so the past was kind of like laid out for me (laughs) i just needed guidance on how to like hone it all together and like sharpen my skills so went to boston conservatory and then started my professional career right after that 
Well, I hope everyone gets to see you because it truly, I mean, your performance, I, I started off by saying it was transcendent. It's so emotional and wonderful. And I think especially for anybody who is an aspiring actor to just watch you in action, I feel like there is so much that they can learn from how you go from <laughs> the, the fun moments to there was a part, and I know you're an actress, but I was like, I think she's like crying for real. <laughs> like, I mean, you just mm-hmm. had us in the palm of your hand and it was such oh, an honor good. to watch you. So everybody <laughs> needs to get to the Pantages. The show is on through November 24th. And Danielle, yeah. before we wrap, I have one question for you. And that okay. is, once this is over, what do you think it is from the show that you're going to take with you? You know, something maybe that you learned from playing the role of Donna or just being a part of this production. Is there anything that's really going to stay with you? I really want to take away a sense of groundedness and balance with everything, like the show, my personal life. I really want to find that in this next year on this tour and to take away from the show, period. To remember to have fun because I think that gets lost sometimes on me being someone who is very, very serious about her art and storytelling. And I have to remember to find the joy in it and don't let it like overtake me. Like there are times when it's okay, we have to really hit it hard, but you can relax a little bit. So balance. When you're up there giving everything you have, we're all being entertained, but you know, there's, there's so much that goes into it. And man, we appreciate you. I thank you so much for, I mean, a show that I will never forget for the rest of my life. It was really special. Oh, wow. Thank you. It was really, really good. I'm so glad that you had a great time and that it really resonated with you. (laughs) It really did. Well, enjoy the rest of your time in LA and uh, we just wish you all the best and it'll be another year on the tour, right? Because you guys just started. Yeah, yeah. We're here for a minute. So check us out in the next city, any city. We're going to have, we have about 23 left, I think. Danielle, (laughs) thank you. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lara. Take care. All right. Take care. Thank you, Lara and Danielle, for taking the time to discuss this exciting show, which is currently playing at the Hollywood Pantages Theater through November 24th, and tickets are available at hollywoodpantages.com. Well, that's it for today. You can keep up with our guest, Danielle, on Instagram, and you can find her using the hashtag DubsLove, that's D-U-B-B-Z-L-O-V-E, and catch up with our previous episodes at westofbroadwaypodcast.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're inclined, you can read out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm at Will Armstrong PR, and you can find Lara at at Lara Scott Media. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. We love sharing these episodes with you, so keep listening. And remember, if you're looking for us, you can find us just west of Broadway. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.